Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Shalom. Hey, good to have you back. Uh, my name is Michael Gritton. I am the host of the Let's Admit It podcast uh, from Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Hey, um, we are still making our way through the summer months, um, addressing a, a variety of different questions um, that are also being answered by the uh, Boise Bible College blog. <clears throat> so, I encourage you to follow along there as well. We're going to be covering the same kind of information here as is going on there. Um, today, um, we're, we're following up on a conversation that we had actually last week, um, which was time management in college <clears throat> as a college student. Well, today we're going to be um, doing a, a similar conversation. This is This is about stress management as a college student, which... Um, it is remarkable how, as a college student, how those two things tend to walk hand in hand. Um, and so I, uh, I will say some of the things I talk about today um, are going to sound like repeats from yesterday. Um, I ask that you roll with me on that. So um, I want to get right into it. Um, the, the unfortunate reality of the situation is that um, we live in a world... And in a society where um, I think I think it's fair to say that um, overworking yourself is kind of glorified. Um, the person that is um, constantly busy, 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 always going on to the next thing, always got something on their plate, um, that person is viewed as industrious and um, capable. Um, where I think it's a little, perhaps more accurate to say that that person is um, in ways kind of drowning in all that they have to do. So um, I, I just want to start by acknowledging that um, we, we live in uh, stressful times and we live in a stressful environment um, and college is uh, not even a part of the equation when I say that. Um, so it's, you know, throwing into that equation, college, classes, schoolwork, all that stuff, um, in, intensifies that stress. Um, and so <clears throat> being able to handle the stress or stress management um, is a crucial life skill regardless of where you're at. And so um, what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to talk about just a couple things very similar to last week that you can do to um, manage stress um, in a more healthy way. I think there's there has been um, studies done, in fact I'm looking at one right now, uh, which was done by the American College Health Association back in 2017. So about four years ago, which in terms of statistics, generally speaking, um, five years is about the time frame where uh, things start to become a little outdated. So we're still within that, that time frame. But the study showed that 87% of college students um, reported feeling overwhelmed 
by what they had to get done at least once in the previous year. Um, and so I, I remember in, in my time, um, there were definitely uh, moments. Um, I remember my freshman year, I called my high school small group leader just weeping and like, man, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. It was a very tough moment for me. Um, but you know, he managed to, to talk me off of that. Um, but all that to say, um, stress management is a crucial skill in, in college and in life. And so, um, I want to I want to say one thing first, um, and then I'm going to just talk about a couple of other things. the The one thing is that um, no one can necessarily tell you the the precise way to deal with your stress, um, because much like fingerprints, stress is kind of unique in the way that we handle it, um, and the way that we we process through it, and in the way that we address it. <clears throat> so. I know that, for example, um, myself, I, when I get stressed, I get quiet. Um, and so I know that for, for some people, when they get stressed, they start to talk more or talk louder. Um, for me, it's I, I, I start to clam up. Um, I, I speak considerably less, and when I do speak, it is short. Um, so that's just, that's just an example for me. So... Um, Everything that I talk about in this podcast today, um, take with the understanding that it depends on what works best for you as an individual. Um, and if it doesn't work for you, find something that does. Um, the most important thing is that find something that does clause of that sentence. And so um, having said that, I'm just going to talk about a couple of different um, practical steps um, that you can use to handle your stress. Um, some of these things are a means of um, kind of like a precursor to stress. Some of these things are how to handle stress after it's come up. And so to address the precursor things, um, two things, uh, three that you can do to, um, you know, manage your life in such a way that you're, uh, when stress comes, you're able to deal with it better. Um, three things, um, eat, sleep, and exercise. Um, all three of those things are pretty self-explanatory. Um, I know that again, to kind of pull on my personal experience, I get hangry a lot. Um, so if I go too long without eating, um, I get irritated and stressed out a lot easier. Um, and so if I'm mindful of actually giving my body some, some food to work with, um, it works a lot better. Similarly, if I don't get enough sleep and I'm sure that everyone can relate to this, if I don't get enough sleep, boy, those stress, those stressors get a lot stronger. Um, and then I've, I've also just found in the last, you know, year or two that, um, <laughs> much as I, much as I avoided this in, in my high school and college days, exercise does genuinely help to, to lower the amount of stress in your life. And so those are three, those are three things that you can do, um, in, I don't want to necessarily say in preparation for stress, but in acknowledgement that stress is an, is an inevitability. That was a fun sentence. <clears throat> stress is inevitable. And so those are three things that you can do to, to handle that before it shows up. Now, um, as for when stress does come along, I'm going to talk a little bit about some things that I would encourage, um, everyone to do, but especially 
college students because college students are in a situation where, um, you know, like I said at the beginning, stress has been stacked on top of stress. Um, and so here's a couple things I would encourage you to do. Number one is um, have, a, have some sort of an outlet for your stress. Um, when I say outlet, I do not necessarily mean have someone that you can go and vent to, although that can be important and I will get to that. Um, when I say outlet, I mean have an activity, something that you can do that you can go to when the world kind of starts to close in on you um, that, that, that grounds you, that makes you feel like um, things are not you know, as out of control as you feel like they might be. Um, I've mentioned this before. For me, one of those things is uh, video games. I really enjoy, uh, you know, I, I don't get to do it nearly as much as I, I did in college just because of scheduling conflicts and whatnot. But man, when I am, when I'm stressed out um, about specifically school, I'm in grad school right now, um, having an hour or so of just playing a game mitigates a lot of that stress. Um, and so I know that, you know, for my wife, um, she really enjoys playing with our animals. Um, and so for her, her outlet is, is, is interacting with, with her animals, her pets. Um, for you, it might be painting. It might be journaling. It might be, um, uh, hiking, whatever it is, find what that is. Find something that, uh, and helps you to alleviate the stress that is present in your life so that when it happens, you, you have a, a plan and a path of where you're, where you're going to go. Now, second thing, um, after, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, um, earlier, I say earlier, like it wasn't three minutes ago, um, but having someone to vent to, have a support system around you. Um, this, this, this touches on a very core truth in the world. Um, and that is that, uh, people who are successful, uh, don't do it by themselves. Um, no, no man is an Island. There's 101 different cliche statements about this, but the reality is, um, people were not designed to do things by themselves. Perfect example. Um, Michael Jordan. Um, name that is synonymous with success. Um, you know, six NBA titles, you know, a shoe company that's worth billions of dollars. The man knows how to be successful. Michael Jordan also did not win an NBA championship until Scottie Pippen came on the team. You know, years and years and years later, we still, Michael Jordan will probably always be uh, a, a finalist in the, the goat conversation, the greatest of all time, the greatest to ever dribble a basketball. Um, he's, he's going to always be in that conversation, but without Scottie Pippen and without Dennis Rodman and without the rest of that bulls team, Michael Jordan never won a title. So even the, 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 the quantifiably and arguably the best in their field is unsuccessful if they're trying to do it by themselves. So, and I don't want to touch on the whole LeBron debate because that's a completely different story. Uh, but that's just an example. So as you're coming into college and as you're going through life, have a set of people who, tr who you trust, uh, 
and who will listen to you and who will encourage you through those moments. Um, these are not yes men. These are not people who are only going to tell you what you want to hear. Um, sometimes your support system needs to tell you, hey man, you're lovingly, lovingly, you are the, the reason that this problem is happening. Um, it's what we, we lovingly call two by four therapy. Um, so have those people in your life because it's so, without other people, stress tends to cave in. So um, the last thing I'm going to, I'm going to mention um, is something I've talked about quite extensively throughout this podcast, and that is um, have a plan. Um, plan out the events of your life, plan out in college, <clears throat> plan out the, the assignments, the tests, the readings, the quizzes, the papers, write those all out in, in a format where you'll be able to see it all at once as one big picture. Um, the, the biggest stress, the most stress I ever felt in college, and this is true, uh, the most stress I ever felt in college was in, uh, we have a lot of Old Testament book classes. So Isaiah, Daniel, uh, Jeremiah, those sorts of things. And I took as many of those as I could because I just, I really enjoyed the professor and I really enjoyed the content. Um, if you haven't, I would encourage you to read through one of the Old Testament prophets because they're incredible. They're incredibly confusing, but if you if you peel back the layers a little bit, man, they're beautiful. Um but I remember there was a day where I was, that semester, I think I was taking upwards of like, I think I was taking 23 credits. And full-time is 12 credit hours. So I was taking 23. Um, the reason I was taking 23 was because as a freshman, I had put on academic probation. That mitigated the number of credits I could take, put me way behind. Um, and so my senior year, I had to take a whole lot more credits um, to make up for the fact that I had to take way less credits my, my freshman year. Um, so that I could graduate on time. Um, and so my senior year, my first semester, I had to take 23. I want to think it's 23. It was in the low 20s. Um, I had to take a boatload of credits. Um, and so I remember taking, I want to say it was Isaiah. Um, and I remember walking into class and someone, and I looked at the professor's um, desk and I saw a stack of papers. And when you're in college long enough, you know what a stack of papers looks like, you know, with the title pages and, you know, it's a, it's a good size stack because everyone's paper is six to six to 12 pages long. And so it's a, it, it, it adds up quick. And I saw that and I remember my heart just sinking because I had completely forgotten that this paper was due and I hadn't even started it yet. And the amount of stress that I felt in that moment um, was, I, I mean, it, you got to experience it to know what it was like. Um, and it just, it just crushed me in that moment. Um, the professor was wonderful. He, uh, he and I had talked about my, my school situation. I had some, some family stuff going on as well. And so he was, he was wonderful. He said he would give me an extra week without, you know, with no, <clears throat> with no grade, um, deduction. So he was great. Um, but, but my point is, had I kept track of my schedule, had I kept track of my school schedule, what things were doing, whatnot, that moment would not have happened. I would have been able to plan accordingly, would have gotten that paper done, and I would have had that paper in that stack of papers. Um, so 
when it comes to, and I suppose make a plan kind of speaks towards the, um, the precursor to stress conversation. Uh, but when that moment comes and it will, if you've had a plan and you've, you know, executed that plan and been prepared, boy, that stress feels a lot less intimidating. So that is, uh, that is the end of our conversation on dealing with, uh, with stress specifically in a college atmosphere. Um, hopefully I think that's one of those conversations that can apply to, to life outside of school as well. Um, so hopefully you found this insightful. Um, I want to, I want to touch on our, our weekly question, um, this is, this is more of a subject than it is a question, but it's just simply, what is the safety on campus like? Um, obviously, you know, my, for my mom, when she shipped me off to school, she was kind of concerned because I'm the baby of the family. Um, and so I obviously need more protection than the rest of my, the rest of my kin do. <clears throat> and so um, we take uh, safety very seriously here. Um, you might remember the beginning of, or not the beginning, near the middle of 2020, um, the government sent out some money um, in the form of stimulus checks. Well, the bill that passed those stimulus checks um, also gave out some money to a bunch of nonprofit organizations throughout the country. Boise Bible College is a nonprofit organization. Um, and so we got some of that. Um, so what we did was um, the the dorm rooms on campus have these little scanners. The only way to open those doors is with a key card. Um, and so the dorm rooms have those. Well, with that money from uh, ye old government, um, we, we upgraded. And so now every door that goes into somewhere on campus has one of those key cards. Um, and so the only people who can get into um, our campus buildings are students, faculty, staff, people who have those key cards. Um, so we take, we take security pretty seriously. Um, additionally, we have, um, we've installed a bunch of security cameras. Um, so all that to say we do take uh, the safety of our students very, very seriously. And so um, that is the answer to that. And that is all the time that we have for today. Um, so as always, I want to thank you for, for joining us on the Let's Admit It podcast. I look forward to talking with you next week when we tackle another subject. Uh, hey, God bless. Have a great week. 